Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is Best Life Ministries. Almost 10 years ago, my middle daughter was violently attacked. This was a challenging blow to my college-attending daughter, and it was a life-changer for me personally. When I say life-changer, you know what I mean. Those things in life that happen when you're just rolling along at a normal pace and something comes in to sideswipe you, knock you down, and you find yourself off the road, in the ditch, and unable to really find your way back up the ravine to the road again. Those moments in life when you no longer can get back onto the same journey you were traveling. Instead, it's a life changer and your world becomes different. The path heads in another direction and your life changes. Sometimes you wonder if it's for the good. Sometimes you realize that it's actually really tough. Sometimes you want to go back to the way things once were, but you can't. That's what happened to us. That's what happened to my daughter. That's when life really changed. You live on planet Earth, so it shouldn't be hard to understand what it means to watch life changing before your eyes. Maybe it happened when you were diagnosed with colon cancer, when your best friend moved to another state, when your company eliminated your job, when your mother died, or when your four-year-old niece was diagnosed with leukemia. But here's what I learned about life-changing events. God's in them with us. He asks us to trust Him, and He wants us to learn from Him His Word, His Spirit, and from others who have traveled the path. You see, when my family and I got thrown off the road of life, it wasn't moments for us to get back on and get settled into the car to pick up the journey once again. No, the journey was made up of long days, where my daughter couldn't focus, long nights where she had nightmares, and long weeks where we worked at our jobs and couldn't believe something like this could happen to us. Eventually, one year later, when everything went to trial, we worked together to make it through. But things didn't go as we had hoped for, all of us, and I drove home to my life, all the while screaming at God and crying like a baby. My childhood had been so safe and protected. My mom and dad had made life so much fun, so full, and so complete. But my adult life up until then had been filled with trials and troubles because of my own choices. I drove through a small town about 20 miles from our farm, a town called Pennock, Minnesota. Kind of the middle of nowhere. It takes about, oh, I don't know, 15 seconds to drive from one end to the other. And I said to God, that's it. I'm done with life as I know it. I'm moving on. I'm changing lanes. I'm changing direction. I'm changing life. I need help. And that's just what I did. I went back to my office the next day at the church, and I began to construct a nonprofit ministry where I would head up with some of my closest friends a wonderful ministry that would take our team to the local churches throughout the Midwest and deliver an inspirational, motivational one-day women's event. God gave me a vision to use everyday people with everyday knowledge. 
I'd pull together doctors and lawyers, musicians, pastors, teachers, moms and dads, everyday people who knew how to really live life and live it to the fullest, just as Jesus says in John 10.10. The thief comes to steal and destroy, but I've come to give you real and eternal life, more and better life than you dreamed of. The thief had come to steal our lives, the enemy. But God had allowed a second chance for all of us. My child lived and she succeeded. She chose her own path and she chose to be better, her best. She went on to become a doctor. It took her a couple of extra years because she had been sidetracked, but she fought to get to the end of the path and she made it. When I decided to leave my job at a church in Wilmer, Minnesota and head to another church that agreed to help promote and support my ministry, I thought I could live in both worlds the world of worship, and the world of best life. It took a new pastor, some shifts in direction, and God's call to lead me out of the whole ministry of worship and go full-time to develop best life ministries. What was our purpose? To create help, hope, and healing by bringing the knowledge of Jesus Christ to the hearts and minds of women everywhere. What was our vision? To deliver motivational conferences to the Midwest, to deliver a fabulous magazine, and now to deliver this radio show and podcast. Over the last nine years, my team and I have attended different states to deliver our conference, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, and Missouri. We have weekly Bible studies at our headquarters in 1900s Old Church, the Church in the Grove, and once a month, events for men and women at the church on Saturday nights. Because of the life-changing event for me personally, I was pushed beyond my own knowledge of who I was. I was pressed on, pulled, torn apart, and became a better person. Why? God knew what he was doing. Sin came in, but God's the restorer, the rebuilder, and the rewarder. I created the ministry with his help, a magazine, this show. I began to lead people in Bible studies. I began to write books, all of the things that I never even knew I could do. God met us where we were at, my family members and I, in the darkest nights, in the nitty-gritty of anxiety, distress, and without hope, God showed up. He held out his hand, he pulled us out of the ditch of despair, and he set us on a new path. And I really, really embraced this scripture. Isaiah 43, 19, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God restores us. He resets vision. He refines us. He redefines our direction. He repurposes our mistakes. He reuses our hurts. He's in this with us. Without troubles, I would have never started this ministry. Without the ministry, I wouldn't be who I am today. And without who I am today, I wouldn't be talking with you. Joining me on today's show to talk about Best Life Ministries and who we are and what we do are some of my fabulous Best Life staffers. And here's our lovely administrative assistant, Bernadette Fuchs. Bernadette, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kathy. It's it's very fun to be on. And welcome to my life. I'm so glad you're a part of it. Bernadette knows that I like to talk to people about life being like a bus and that people get on the bus and they ride with you, they work with you, they live next to you, they're related to you. And then at times people will get off the bus. They move, they die, whatever happens, they get a different job. And Bernadette's a bus rider with Best Life Ministries now for how long? Three years. Is that right, Bernadette? 
Yeah, it's about three and a half years. Yes. And, it's, and been, it's been a very, very fun ride. I was just going to say, it's been a really <laughs> great ride. No bumps or crashes with Bernadette. No, no. And I, and I really don't see me getting off the bus too soon. Yay, so. <laughs> yay. Fasten the seatbelt. When did you first become aware of Best Life Ministries, and what was your initial reaction to the ministry itself? I first became aware of it uh, when our Covenant Church uh, in March of 2013 we had a Northwest conference at the Wilmer Covenant Church, and I heard that this lady that bought this uh, church was going to be the speaker, and I thought, oh, that is so interesting. And so I went, you know, thinking of that. But um, my first um, initial reaction was, uh, I, to be honest, I came with a very, very heavy heart. And, um, and when I heard you speak, you spoke right to my heart. And I felt like I was the only one in the sanctuary, and you helped me so. I, I was just so incredibly grateful to what you were sharing, and you spoke right to my heart. And then you also shared um, that you were going to have in May um, at your church, Church in the Grove, uh, a conference. And I thought, oh, I can't go. I have my youngest son graduation the following week. I have to come. I have to just stay home and clean and get ready. But in my heart, I just knew I had to go to your conference. And I'm so glad I did because um, I just got more help, hope, and healing with what um, um, Best Life Ministry is all about. And I am a true, true <laughs> person who was hurting, and I, I began to heal uh, through your ministry. And I just so appreciate it. And we are so grateful for you, Bernadette, because you have just been an incredible blessing and I think really emulate what we're trying to do. I mean, as a ministry, we're out there, we're meeting people, we're telling our stories, we're listening to people's stories, we're trying to do anything we can to you know, promote help, hope, and healing. And so you're kind of a great example for me of someone who came, showed up, was there, listened, and then life was changed. And then you just joined us and you're traveling with us. And I think one of the things that's so comforting to my spirit is to watch you at these events because you are just such a light magnet. I mean, people just walk in the door and there's Bernadette, your smile, your help, your comfort, your kindness. And you do that the whole way through and listeners, uh, Bernadette's an incredibly hard worker, so that makes me happy. Now that you work with us, when you serve at our One Day Women's events, what are two things that you feel our ministry is doing to impact women and their lives? Well, I think the first thing is, like what happened to me, women can just so relate to what you're speaking about, to what the other workshop uh, women are speaking on, what they're sharing about. Just that, that relating thing, you know, and us women, we're all about relationships. And I think the second thing is me being a church secretary uh, for eight different churches. In fact, I'm at one of my churches right now working on my day off, which is typical. Um, I don't know of any church ministry, uh, the women ministry, is not looking for a speaker who will bring them um, help, hope, and healing. Um, it's just, it's rare out there, and... Um, I, I really believe that uh, that's what the impact will be uh, with uh, the Best Life Ministries. Hmm. So why do you think, I mean, you're a church secretary for how many churches, Bernadette? For eight churches. For eight churches. Don't you love yes. that? Out in rural land, they kind of just group yes. them together, and there you go. So you're constantly working. You, you help with several different organizations, I know. 
um, other than the church. And so mm-hmm. I know that you're really, really busy. Why do you think that churches should have our ministry come out to their church and present a one-day women's event? Well, I think uh, for one, one reason why women don't, because we're just so super busy and we're, we're just thinking, it's one more thing to host this. But the way you have set it up, Kathy, it is so easy for churches to to host a Best Life Ministries because all they have to do is plan the food because um, you help them with advertising and you provide you know a step by step what to do when to do it and um, it's just it's just a, a delightful event and um, and I know I know for a fact that women will not leave a Best Life Ministry thinking boy I wasted my time and because they they will just fill up their cup. And um, and I just know that they will so appreciate having um, and hosting a Best Life Ministry. Is just until you get to one, you just don't understand. That's right. It. That's right. I had a really sweet women's leader that connected with our ministry, and they they've never had a conference, and they were interested mm-hmm. in it, and they thought it was great, and. Um, I've spoken for them, so they were excited, but their big, you know, drawback for them was they were so worried, how can we do this? You know, this seems like it's going to be so much work. And what people don't really understand, Bernadette, is that you, my hardworking friend, and the rest of our team are bringing everything there. We're bringing merchandise to sell, we're bringing our props, we're bringing our speakers, we're bringing the band and the worship, Mm -hmm. the music, we're Mm -hmm. bringing everything to the church so that you're right. All they're going to do is figure out what are you going to serve for lunch and, you know, they have to do help do some promoting. So it Mm -hmm. really is something that's so beneficial for a church. I just wish and hope that through this radio show, more and more people will understand. Well, I'm going to let you get back to one of your very busy days (laughs) at one of the many churches. And thank you so much for being with us today, Bernadette. And I know I will talk to you soon. Thanks for serving and being such a great friend. Oh, thanks, Kathy. I love it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, joining me right now is one of our best life staffers who is a motivational speaker, and it's Dr. Mary Schultz Mishner. And um, you often hear her on the radio program, so she'll be a familiar voice. Hi, Mary. How are you doing today? Great. Good to be here. I am so glad you're here with me. So, Mary, you've been a workshop teacher for five years with our ministry. Woot, woot. I love it. In your viewpoint, <laughs> what do you see as three of the greatest needs that women have today? As I look back over the years, one of the things that I that stood out to me is that I think it's really important that women find out that they're not alone in their struggles. Mm-hmm. We all have them, and we've become so isolated from friends, through work, and calendars, and everything in life is so busy that we've just slowly moved away from the things that we used to do with our neighbors and our church groups and those kinds of things, and we've just become very isolated. Yes, So I think just knowing that they're not alone Mm -hmm. has been a real benefit. Okay, so I have to stop you right there because you are so right, Mary. Today at my Bible study, we had about 12 of our ladies there, And the average age is probably, you know, 70. Um, So we have women that are 40, 35 to, you know, 90 that come to my Bible study. And they talked with me about the fact that women used to cross the street, walk over, you know, bring a whatever, a couple of leftover cinnamon rolls, and you'd brew coffee and you'd sit down face to face and talk to one another. 
And they just said they missed that because now everybody yeah. is, you know, doing something at the same time. They, they talk about their daughters on the phone or text messaging. They don't have time to call them. And it really has changed. You know, society is different now. Okay, so that's one thing. What else do you think is happening? Well, this kind of builds off of it, that it's being in community with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's, you know, best life brings women together again, sometimes for the first time in a really long time, and they start to see the importance of just gathering together. Right. And being with other women. So very true. And we see that kind of as a fun excitement. I know that you've witnessed this, and I have as well, where we'll go, we'll find out that, you know, this group of women whatever, eight people came by themselves. They don't know a soul. They're from a different church. And by the end of the day, they've integrated. You know, people have made friends. People are no longer looking like they're scared to be there. They're actually talking to one another. And the thing that I love, Mary, I think about when you were and I were in Fairbolt with Julie Carver, is that at that church, at the end, when we were done, it was like we went to talk with people and pray with people and you know, women were praying with other women. You know, they didn't know each other before that day. They were just wanting to encourage. So I I think that's so, so true. It does build community. What else? It does. Well, and the other one I thought of, too, was, um, you know, and you can see it as speakers. We get to see everybody's face as we're talking. And you can see how God enters in their situation. And I think they realize that God cares about the concerns of their heart. Mm. Definitely, definitely. And don't you think that's so true? Because after you are done with your talk, it never fails. You will have people that are lined up to talk to you. They want to tell you their story. They want to ask you, you know, more about your story. They connect with you. And I think it makes such a huge difference because you've created community by being together with them. You've created trust by talking to them and telling your story, you know, sharing who you are. And I think it really, really makes a difference, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, to me, that's one of the favorite parts, is getting to hear other people's stories mm-hmm. and where God's entering in mm-hmm. I throughout love the it. day. Yeah, I love it. And and one of the other neat things is that um, Dr. Mary has her own book. Um, Mary, you want to just tell us a quick blurb about it? Uh, it's called Clean Your Inner House, and it's really about how God heals and chooses to heal us emotionally, physically, and, you know, how he's done that in my life personally from abuse and that he promises us that kind of healing in Scripture and wants to walk that with us. Yes, that's so true. And so when Mary talks about that, it's so interesting to me and exciting to me to watch women who will listen to her talk and then they make a beeline for the table because they want that book. They want more from her. How do you believe that Best Life Ministries is helping to address the needs that we just talked about, the, you know, lack of community, lack of connection, you know, all of the things that women are dealing with. Well, obviously we're bringing people together Mm -hmm. for, you know, an afternoon together. But I think one of the things that Best Life does really well is we listen. Hmm. We listen as we work with the church to begin planning for the day and praying for the church and the people that will be coming um, and their concerns about their own community. We listen throughout the day to their concerns. Um, and their needs, and give people an opportunity to feel, you know, heard. Um, And so I think that's just a real gift that, you know, is throughout the whole process. Absolutely. I think it is as well. And 
it seems like we are trying to meet some of those needs. I don't think we can meet everyone's, but we really work hard that day to, you know, fulfill our agreement with the church to to bring just energy and life to the women's ministry and the women who are coming in for the day to spend time together. If you are encouraging women to want to attend a Best Life One Day Women's Event, what would you want them to know about spending a day with us that you haven't already told us about? Anything else that you think about? I would tell them it's not what you expect. Hmm. I think we have these, we come in with preconceived notions of what's God going to do that day, what it's going to feel like, and what um, what's going to happen. And over and over and over again, I see women surprised. Mm-hmm. And so I think just to be willing to set aside those you know, preconceived ideas of what it's supposed to be and let God enter in. Mm-hmm. Because over and over and over again, we see how God is changing hearts. Yes. And, and that's what happens. Yeah. And you know what I love, Mary, is when you and I are reviewing with our team at the end of the day how things went. Everybody's gone home and we talk about how things went. And I think one of the most interesting things to me is listening to women who will actually admit I didn't want to go there. I I didn't want to get Mm -hmm. up and go to the conference. And I just told myself, no, you've got to do this. And then they're so grateful. Or somebody bought them a ticket and they're just dreading it. And then they think, oh, my goodness, you know, I loved it. Um, And that's always so neat. What about you? Do you have any favorite special, you know, one, one memory that just sticks out for something that was so wonderful and encouraging to your spirit from a Best Life conference? And Well, it's not a memory specific to one specific conference, because God seems to do it every time. But there's always that one person that I, or two people that I seem to connect with at some point, and you see their face change, and then we talk after, and you just are encouraged by how God is moving in their lives, and their new renewed sense of hope that life and their struggles do not have to stay where they're at, that God really will enter in and bring change. Hmm, Exactly. So, so true, Mary. That's so great. So thank you so much. Now, you're going to be doing a lot of speaking coming up, aren't you, in April for um, Best Life Ministries? Do you remember where you're going to be speaking at? I I just know that it's pretty much every weekend. (laughs) Yay, I love that. So she's going to be with us on April 1st in Hanover. She's going to be with us on April 22nd in Hutchinson with us April 29th in Hopkins. So thank you so much for taking the time to share with us, Mary. I am so excited. I just talked to Bernadette and I said, you know how I think about life. I I tell people I like to think about it as a bus ride and you've been on the bus for a long time and I'm so grateful. You're just an incredible integral part of the ministry and you do an amazing job. So thanks for serving with us. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't miss it. I just and blessed by the ministry and what God does through us over and over and over again. Thanks for being on the show. Listeners, when Best Life Ministries brings a one-day women's event to your location, we bring the workshop speakers, we bring the worship time, we bring prayer, we set everything up for you, we provide all of your promotional materials, we help you. Basically, all you're going to do is find the women to attend and provide lunch. Here's a testimonial from Pastor Marsha Klein, who had us come to Clorinda, Iowa, last fall in September. I decided to host a Blazier Trail event with Best Life Ministry um, after we had our ladies group had had a Bible study on the story of my life of Joseph. 
It was a 12-week study, and I was very impressed with uh, what Kathy had written in her book and just wanted to um, bring her enthusiasm uh, to Clorinda, Iowa. I went um, before we actually scheduled her. uh, Three or four of us went down to Missouri to where she was holding um, a Best Life Ministry um, day and got to meet her and meet her staff and was very impressed with their genuineness, their enthusiasm, their love for God um, that they had. Um, Kathy is a wonderful worship leader, a wonderful speaker, and the other ladies that she had with her uh, were also just great speakers that really dealt with uh, what women were going through, and I thought it would be a wonderful um, time uh, to bring this to Clorinda, Iowa. I am fairly new to Iowa and the Clorinda area, as my husband is um, the pastor at Westminster Church, and we've been here for about a year and a half. And as I was talking to the ladies around town, found out that there hadn't been any type of women's kind of workshop or retreat or anything like this in Clorinda. So I wanted to uh, bring it here and let the women experience um, what I and the ladies from the Westminster Church experienced when we went down to visit. It was um, a wonderful day of singing, of hearing God's word, um, eating good food. So I scheduled with Kathy um, a day and we worked out and we had it in September. It was a beautiful day. We, um, she was wonderful at helping us figure out who to invite. Uh, she had all kinds of posters and good ideas and letters that we could send out. And again, this was our first time that we had this. So I wasn't sure what to expect on the, the ladies, um, but I was very pleased. We had prayed about having about 50 ladies, and that's approximately what we had. Everyone seemed to enjoy the day. They were enthused about Kathy and planned to have her come back, um, hopefully this coming fall again, that she and her staff can come and bring us more um, words of encouragement um, like she did before. And just beautiful singing voice and um, just an enthusiasm for um, for God and, and the love that she has for God is just so evident through her. Uh, I, for experience for our church, it was wonderful to host, uh, to be the host church and to have ladies of different denominations and from outside the Clorinda area come. And I'm hoping that this will become an annual event that women will look forward to and want to put on their calendars and come back year after year to hear Kathy and her staff. It was, again, very simple to do. Kathy Kathy does most of the work for us. Uh, she makes it very easy. Um, you're very easy to work with. Um, enjoyed it very much. Kind of hated when our time ended that I didn't have the, um, the, the contact with you that I, I had um, while we were planning this. And how did the one-day women's event impact your church? Well, as you know, it takes a while to get change started. But I think we're finally, maybe within the next month, going to start a a Bible study, uh, probably with one of your books. 
uh, and either the Beatitudes or your newest one of Blaze Your Trail. And um, looking forward to leading that and um, hoping that um, we'll have some a good attendance from some ladies. Again, it takes it takes a while to get things started. Um, also, then we had the holidays in the past few months, but looking forward to um, to getting the ladies together and studying God's word um, with your encouragement. And I just am very thankful that um, you are in my life. And for what you do in your ministry, that you you reach out to those, you have a great impact. You have a love of God that just shines and radiates through your life. And I thank you for coming and presenting a workshop to the ladies of our church. Thank you, Pastor Marsha, for those kind words and recommendation. We were so happy and privileged to be with you and Westminster Presbyterian and the town of Clorinda. Friends, we're going to be hosting a one-day women's event with Best Life Ministries coming up on Saturday, April 1st at St. John's Lutheran Church in Hanover, Minnesota, on April 22nd at Riverside Church in Hutchinson, Minnesota, April 29th, Cross of Glory in Hopkins, Minnesota, and on May 13th, right here at My Little Church in the Grove in Benson, Minnesota. I'm excited for you to learn more about this ministry, bestlifeministries.com, but first let me pray with you today. Dear Heavenly Father, we lift up all of our listeners out there. Our hope is to provide help, hope, and healing to our world. I pray today that you will bless each listener in the name of Jesus and that you will meet their needs. I pray for open doors and great opportunities to share you with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe to it on iTunes and please give us a favorable review so that other people can listen to the show and enjoy it as well. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best. Yeah.